Welcome to the Half Hill Report. News and items of interest for and about the village of Half Hill, the Valley of the Four Winds, Pandaria, and all of Azeroth. Half Hill Report is produced in cooperation with Half Hill Agricultural College, dedicated to serving the educational needs of the greater Valley of the Four Winds community. I'm your host, Tosh Mafuni, coming to you live from the upstairs room at Half Hill's own Lazy Turnip Inn. And it's listener letter time. This week's letter is from, let's see, oh dear, it's from uh, Zoe Sorg of Cartel Zoe again. I bet they're asking about the job they offered me. Um, and they write, Dear Tosh Mufuni, after you read our letter on the air several weeks ago, despite our specific request that you keep the information confidential, yeah, sorry about that, several other high-quality candidates have come forth expressing interest in our generous job offer. Interesting. Out of courtesy to you, we have been holding off making a decision, but our patience is not limitless. We respectfully request that you respond upon receipt of this letter. Zoe Sorg, Cartel Zoe, Master of Conflict. Well, Zoe Sorg, since I assume you're listening, I'm just going to give you, and our listeners, of course, my answer right here on the air. First of all, thank you for your patience while I thought this through. After a lot of soul-searching and meditation and some timely advice from my closest and dearest friends, I have decided to politely decline your generous offer and remain here at Half Hill. I intend to complete my course of study at Half Hill Ag and continue to produce the Half Hill Report after graduation. Thanks for writing. And now, on with the news. Turning to local news, Half Hill Agricultural College had a ribbon-cutting ceremony this week for its new administration building. The ceremony was well attended by students, faculty, and a large number of goats from the school's nearby animal husbandry fields. Our very own Professor Talib was one of the ribbon-cutters to this beautiful three-story structure. Its classic Pandaren architecture overlooks the campus and was financed in part by the Utopia Sky Foundation. And, uh, Speaking of Talib, I've heard through the rumor mill that she got a very nice new office out of the deal. In news from around Azeroth, a powerful wave is sweeping through the world, which is generating quite a bit of discussion among art aficionados. A number of communities and municipalities throughout Azeroth are passing and enforcing new standards for publicly displayed works of art that restrict the amount of exposed female flesh that may be depicted. While some members of these communities are hailing this as a long-overdue move towards uplifting the moral tone of Azeroth, others are denouncing this as purely performative and say that it fails to address more deep-seated societal issues. In a related story, fruit vendors and inscriptionist supply vendors throughout Azeroth are reporting significant shortages and rapidly rising prices, apparently driven by a sudden demand from artists being commissioned to produce still lifes or modifying existing paintings. Hey folks, you'll never experience shortages or high prices when you shop with the fine vendors of Half Hill Market. With Hallow's End right around the corner and the year-end holidays not far behind, you'll want to make sure your pantry is well stocked 
for all your holiday entertaining. So next time you're in town, be sure to stop by Half Hill Market. Open every day, all year round. A world of shopping, right here in our own backyard. As you can probably tell from the music, it's time once again for Jan's Huddle with our very own sports reporter, Jan Ironchen, sponsored by Moonberry Juice. Take it away, Jan. And Iron Jen here, live from the Mooshans locker room, where you can hear a mighty happy team in the background after their third straight win this season. Following their second straight... Hang hey gang, can you, uh, can you bring it down a little, please? Okay, thank you. Following their second straight heart-stopping away win against the Buccaneers of Bilgewater Vocational Institute, the Mooshans came off the road this week to face off against the Gadgeteers of Nomaragon Tech. The Gadgeteers came in fired up, looking to avenge their three consecutive losses to the hands of the Mooshans, but they were simply overmatched and couldn't withstand the Mooshans' winning momentum. While the usual standout players delivered excellent on-field performances again this week, a surprising new star appears to be emerging from the sidelines. Senior Renshu Richstock, who was a well-known figure on campus for his perseverance and his huge heart, took the field for the first time to wild applause and cheers from the home crowd. Renshu, a non-scholarship walk-on, has played on the practice squad since joining the Mooshans and finally earned a position on the regular squad this year. While he made no significant contributions on the field this week, his sheer enthusiasm for the game, despite his small stature, lifted the energy level of his fellow players and the crowd perhaps even more than the Mooshan's dominating performance and win against the Gadgeteers. I'll be watching Renshu closely and reporting on him more. The Mooshans will test their undefeated record next week as they go back out on the road against a very strong Arcanitics of Dalaran School of Magic. Well, that's it for me this week. This is Jan Ironchin reminding you to keep your eyes on the ball and your paws on the ground. Thanks, Jan. March on, Mooshans. March on. And hey, a big congratulations to Renshu. I'm sure our listeners will be looking forward to hearing more about him as the season goes on. Jan's Huddle is brought to you by Moonberry Juice. Sold everywhere. Used by everyone. Checking the Azeroth calendar, pink hair and clothing will be in full and glorious display next weekend as the great Nomaragon run returns for its annual celebration of Moxie. Join the gnomes and possibly our very own Jan Ironchin and Brother Cadfile as they raise gold for a very important charity. Stay tuned after the show for more information. It's time for our weekly feature, Wandering with Velmic and Demesis, with everyone's favorite Draenei travel correspondent, Velmic. Velmic, how are you this week, buddy? Hey there, Tosh. So, I hear the beginning of show. My friend, I am so glad you are not taking that awful job and are staying in Hefil. Well, Velmic, in fairness, I don't think it was an awful job. It just wasn't for me. Okay, okay, maybe it wasn't so bad. But still, whole family is glad you are staying. Eh, have you thought about what you're going to say to Rizek? I don't know. He was pretty upset when he left here a couple of weeks ago. 
I think maybe I'll just let him cool off. Besides, he usually finds something else to get excited about. Maybe he'll just forget about the whole thing. But that's not what we're here to talk about. What adventures have you and Demesis been up to these past couple of weeks? So, when we weren't sure what you are going to do, Demesis said to me, Cousin, you know Tosh has always been little hurt that you don't do in-reviews anymore. Maybe if you go back to that for a bit, he'll consider staying. So, for this week anyway, we are back to the... Ah, the inside story. Thelmic, that's... That's really sweet. A little manipulative, but still. So, what in are you going to review for us? When I was talking to Demesis and Tilly about this, they are telling me that there are many interesting inns in Revendreth that I could visit. Tilly especially recommend inn at a place called Wainkrypt Hill. Uh-huh. And you went ahead and took a recommendation for an inn that has the word crypt in it, huh? Okay, maybe I should have noticed that Tilly had funny little smile on her face when she made the recommendation. But, yes. And how did that work out? If you would let me get on with review, I'll tell you. Yep, sorry, go on. Like I am saying, I go to this place called Wayne Crypt Hill. The missus and Tilly couldn't go with me because they had something important to do in Corthia. Yeah, sure they did. Anyway... As you approach village of Wincrypt Hill, there is enormous statue of Sire Denathres. And from looks of statue, he thought pretty highly of himself, let me tell you. As far as rest of place, I don't know who this Wayne is that village or crypt is named after. But I think it should have been called Gloomhill. Everything is dark. The sky, the plants, clothes, all the peoples there are wearing dark clothing. It was depressing. Only peoples there who seemed even little lively was Dredger service provider Deadfoot. What a chatty guy. Seemed especially interested in two things. Unions and my teeth. Um, your teeth? Eh, for some reason teeth are pretty big deal for Dredgers. But, like I am saying, villages made up mostly of crypts. Even stable master, horror master Damnik, Looks like he uses crypt for combination stable and lending library. Although books are in pretty bad shape. So was the inn a crypt too? Yes, it was. Tosh, I am asking you, what kind of place for inn is that? Okay, innkeeper soul trapper Valistra does best she can. And for a crypt, I guess it's nice. Very large and clean and dry, well lit with torches and brazier, with large main room and couple of private rooms on either side. But neither room had any place for sleeping and no one sells food or drink. There was provisioner Draco in one room, but he didn't sell anything. He just wanted me to take a package for him to a place called the Night Market. Huh, interesting. You know, I think Rizak met that guy, and if I recall correctly, he asked Rizak to do the same. If you say so, I guess he must have more than one package. Anyway, only thing in room on other side was open coffin with a broken lantern in it. Why would there be a lantern in a coffin? I don't know, maybe previous occupant was afraid of the dark? 
There was this interesting thing. On middle level, there was old handbill posted, some proclamation from Sire Denathrius telling peoples about anima drought and how they all needed to be resolute and conserve it for peoples who need it. Interesting, especially given how he ended up. I know, right? <laughs> Politicians. Ah, I am almost forgetting to tell you about something that happened while I am there. This Pandaren monk came into the inn. Wait, wait, I'm gonna stop you right there. Thelmic, everyone's probably already heard this joke. What? You know, the old joke. A Pandaren monk, a troll shaman, and a human paladin walk into an inn. Tush, I don't know what you're talking about. There was just one Pandaren monk. Can I go on with story, please? Oh, uh, okay, sorry. You are a strange fellow sometimes, Tosh. Like I am saying, this Pandaren monks come into inn, and he is all beat up, black eye, broken teeth, pretty sure he had broken arm, and clothes all torn up. He looked awful. Since I am healer, I go to help him right away and ask him what happened. So, he tell me he get into awful fight with Ventir, and fight was not going well for him at all which is why he panicked and decided to use new spell he learned in Shadowlands called Touch of Death. Wait, aren't Venthyr already dead? Yes, which is why when he casts spell, Venthyr just grins and winks and say, really? And then beat him like it was his job. Wow, Ugh, just awful. Anyway, I got him healed and we both agreed that although it wasn't much of an inn, we were both glad it was there. Velmic, I'm sorry that you chose such a poor inn for your first real inn review in a long time. Hello, Tashi. Oh, hi, Professor Talib. I just dropped by to tell you that I'm proud of you, Tashi. I know that turning down the cartel's offer was difficult. It was quite an opportunity. I'm curious about why you decided to stay. I suppose it was a lot of different things. I love Half Hill, all my friends are here. I enjoy doing the show. But in the end, I think it was something my father said to me. And what did your father say? What the heck are you doing in the bathroom day and night? Why don't you get out of there and give someone else a chance? Okay. Tashi. Sometimes I wonder why I ever agreed. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Don't forget that report you have due at the end of the week. <sighs> okay, I'll be sure to drop it by that fancy new office of yours. Thanks for coming by, Professor. So, Velmic, like I was saying, I'm sorry that it was such a poor inn for you to review this week, but I'm so glad you're going back to the inside story. Tush, I never said I was going back to doing inn reviews. I said I would do it a couple of times because I thought it would want to make you stay. But since you've already made your decision, we can go back to wandering with Velmic and Demesis. Right? <sighs> it's just not my day. Okay, I give. No more in-reviews. So, where to next week then? I haven't really decided. But it's definitely not going to be in Revendreth. Well, wherever it is, We'll certainly look forward to hearing about it. Until then, Dionys Aka, my friend. Dionys Akatash. See you next week.
As always, we are coming to you live from the Lazy Turnip Inn, in the heart of Half Hill, the little town that time forgot and the years can't improve. Drop by and see us sometime, won't you? And when you do, remember to ask Den Den for a cold, refreshing Storm Stout brew. Brewed right here in the valley by the fine Pandarans at Storm Stout Brewery. When in doubt, reach for a Storm Stout. See you next week, and remember, make your own turnip. The Half Hill Report is a fan-created fictional radio broadcast based on World of Warcraft. All place names, character names, and music from World of Warcraft used in the Half Hill Report are the exclusive property of Blizzard Entertainment. World of Warcraft is a trademark or registered trademark of Blizzard Entertainment Inc. in the U.S. and other countries. No copyright or trademark infringement is intended by the Half Hill Report. If you would like to reach us, you can find us on Twitter at Report, or drop us an email at halfhillreport at yahoo.com.